It's Thursday, February 3, 2011. The Midwest digs out. Australia dries out. Just two of this week's Storms of the Century. Oh, look, Glenn Beck misrepresenting climate science. Who do they think still believes this? Plus, Obama talks sexy, sexy energy efficiency. Today, here at Penn State, I'm announcing what we're calling the Better Buildings Initiative. And it's a plan to dramatically improve the energy efficiency of America's businesses over the next decade. All of that and more efficiently straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Who cares what the government says? I say if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, glue some hooves on that thing and call it beef. This is your beefy Green News Report. Okay, Des, freezing cold temperatures across much of the country, snow everywhere. Clearly, Al Gore was hoaxing us with that whole global warming thing. Yes, I know. We like to make fun of the Fox News people for their willfully wrong reporting on climate science. But the fact is that climate scientists long ago predicted that warmer air and ocean temperatures would lead to more frequent, extreme and intense weather events. That's exactly what we're seeing from shifting global weather patterns and at considerable costs to governments. And yet this is the kind of nonsense that millions of Americans were hearing across our public radio airwaves this week from Glenn Beck and his cohorts on the radio. They had a meteorologist uh, <laughs> on TV yesterday talk about what is going on with this cold? <laughs> Global warming. Of course. Of course. Of I course. mean, naturally. Yeah. And who, a, who do they think still believes this? Oh, let's see. I do. Desi does. 97% of climate scientists in the world. Across the world for decades. Yeah. Other than that, uh, who believes in it? And officials, both in this country and in Australia, are dealing with the fallout from these extreme weather events. In Australia, for example, they're assessing the damage after monster cyclone Yasi plowed across the northeastern state of Queensland as a Category 5 storm early Thursday in what Australia's National Weather Service called the worst cyclone in the nation's history. As opposed to the best cyclone in the nation's history, but... I digress. A year's worth of rain fell in 24 hours in some areas. Billions of dollars in damage and crop losses, but thankfully no deaths have yet been reported. In the U.S., this week's blizzard has crippled much of the Midwest with heavy snow and ice and is bringing dangerously cold temperatures unusually far south, causing fountains to freeze in Phoenix and rolling power outages across Texas. This extreme cold weather pattern was exactly predicted by climate models. Now, the quick explanation is that because the Arctic is warming much faster than the rest of the world, it's causing shifts in the jet stream, which cause Arctic air to basically spill out and spread into areas farther south, kind of like leaving your refrigerator door open in your house. So as the refrigerator warms, the kitchen cools from that cool air, right? That's exactly right. And yet we see an explanation today at foxnews.com in an article, the usual propaganda, you know, right-wing politicos explaining how global warming has just got to be a hoax and and all of this cold proves it. And in the article, they point to a poll in the UK, which they say shows that the number of people who do not believe in global warming has doubled over the past year, as if what people believe has anything to do with the science. But more amusingly, the article actually goes on to note that now one out of five people in the UK believe that global warming is a hoax. So in short, that means 
80% of the UK doesn't believe global warming is a hoax. And yet, that's how Fox News twists their facts to make their political case. Now, everyone is riveted by the turmoil in Egypt, and Republicans have wasted no time in using the unrest to push one of their personal hobby horses. More drilling in the U.S. Small problem, our very own Federal Energy Information Agency agrees that more offshore drilling in the U.S. will lower gas prices, but it'll only be about three cents a gallon and not until 2030. President Obama spoke at Penn State on Thursday this week, expanding on a proposal he outlined in last week's State of the Union address and on his call for America to invest in clean energy innovation to, quote, win the future. You show us the best ideas to change your game on the ground, we'll show you the money. We will show you the money, states and local government. In Thursday's speech, he announced a new Energy Hub program for Penn State. Energy Hubs are federally funded programs that gather scientists, engineers, and academia under one roof to focus specifically on energy innovations. This new Energy Hub at Penn State will focus specifically on building efficiency. Buildings use 40% of the energy in the United States. And studies show improving building energy efficiency could save American businesses $40 billion, that's with a B, $40 billion a year in energy costs as well as increasing jobs in the construction and retrofit industry. For more on that and the stories we did not get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please hit that PayPal button in support of listener-supported radio, telling the truth, combating the liars like Glenn Beck out there over our public airwaves. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Thank you.